cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image, promote your products, create expert status, become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101, crisis management, media blitzing, it's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hi, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbin, and welcome to this very special edition of Cover Story, where we are focusing on the silver anvils for the Public Relations Society of America. Uh, Today is no different. Uh, Very excited. We have with us a phenomenal campaign that's in the running. It's under the uh, Marketing and Consumer Products category, Alcoholic Beverages, number 7D. I always feel like I'm I'm announcing um, auction items. Number 7D. Anyway, uh, it's number 70. It's actually Ruder Finn West, and it's their, their client's name is Foster's Wine Estates of America, FWEA, and their budget was $250,000, and that does not include the uh, tournament sponsorship. And uh, the basic overview is Wolf Blast Wine had been very successful at developing um, integrated campaigns, marketing campaigns tied to iconic sports and peak performance associated with its bold, flavorful wines. So during 2007... Uh, they worked with Ruder Finn to create a campaign which aligned them with the U.S. Open, specifically in the Washington, D.C. area. And I'm very excited because we have the woman who actually led the campaign. Her name is Lisa Novak, and she's a vice president specializing in consumer marketing with an emphasis on corporate branding, new product launches, and mobile marketing events. <gasps> ah, for <laughs> Ruder Finn. Impressive. Very. I almost had to, I had to like grab oxygen to yeah, who to, is that person <laughs> it's you it's, it's lisa novak welcome lisa novak thank you thanks for having me yeah this is so awesome so let, let's talk about um let's talk about this campaign so first of all congratulations on being you know your finalist status for the silver anvils so lisa let's talk about this wolf blast wine project sure well at first glance Connecting wine and tennis wasn't necessarily the easiest job for a PR person, uh, in part because while we could spin our wheels and create a really loose connection between people who play tennis and people who drink wine, it was tough sell to the media to convince them that they should write about both in the same story. So for us, having the platform of tennis was very helpful, but it really required some research on the back end to find some stats that actually drew a straight line between one and the other. Okay, so and let's talk about this, because I think people are used to, and you even refer to this in your submission, that people are used, there's beer sponsorships for mm-hmm. most athletic events. Mm-hmm. But That's right. Right, but wine, wine has a little bit of a different appeal. That's right. So let's talk about the research that, that defined that this is the path you should take. Sure, absolutely. Well, we did our homework and found from some market research reports that wine was actually one of the most popular interests for households that happen to play tennis frequently. And a lot of that has to do with the demographic and usually the high-income families that will be interested in a sport like tennis. But for us, that was a real benefit, knowing that these people that would be at the actual tennis events around the country happen to be interested in wine. But the second most important thing was the Nielsen statistic we identified that showed 
that wine was increasing as a popular beverage during sports events amongst sports fans, um, in fact, increasing 82% per household since 2006. So it was a unique story for us to talk about that while beer was always synonymous with football and, mm-hmm. and other sports, baseball, for example, uh, wine was something that was on the rise and was a trend that we could point to. Absolutely, which I think, which which does make for an interesting story. And, you know, of course, there's always the, the elegant orientation of wine versus beer. No offense, all you beer drinkers. <laughs> but but let, so let's know what was the most. So you, you want to get brand recognition. You want to align yourself with, um, you know, tennis is a very elegant sport. And it's a very social sport, which is very nice. And very, you know, I would think that it's more akin to having a glass of wine than beer because it's not, you're not running around. You're not in a crowded area. Like it's it's more... I'm going to say it. It's a little more civilized, yes? Sure, sure. <laughs> there you go. But what was the main goal? To create the brand awareness and put wine and glasses at these events? Was How important was that to you? Well, that piece was very important. We wanted to make sure that people were able to taste the wine. And in selling wine, the most important thing is having people sample it to know that this was indeed something they'd want to actually buy in the store and drink when they were home. And so... That marketing aspect of the program was critical and something that we really tried to leverage, given that in most countries, Wolf Blast is amongst the number one wines, and in the U.S., it was a much lesser-known varietal. So that was the first part. But the second part was, how could we get media coverage at these events, Um, whether it was having broadcast reporters come out to the tennis courts or do a quick a side story that showed how wine pairs well with with certain foods um, during the summer months and how that connected to the actual tournament. So our challenge was really even more than having people sample the wine mm-hmm. to have reporters write about this exact program that we were investing in. So now, how, how did you find, because, you, you, you know, they did have, um, you know, a sponsorship with the U.S. Open, and you know, so I'm sure you, you get all the benefits of a normal sponsorship, but you've got all of these reporters and media outlets who are focusing on the event itself. Was it easier? Sure. Was it easier to get media coverage and create that additional story for them, or was it more difficult because the stories were kind of assigned for the event? Well, that's a great point, and in fact, it was more difficult. You know, imagine the people that are at the sporting events out there—they're there to cover sports. So the tennis writer probably covers a number of events. Um, in the sports world during the course of a given week and they don't cover much else. They're there to look at the statistics, see what Roger Federer played that day, look at Venus Williams' performance. They're not so interested in in wine and how it connects to the tennis players and lovers that are actually there. Mm -hmm. So the way that we solved that was to identify and bring into the fold Jim Courier, who is a former Grand Slam champion and actually happened to have won a number of Australian Opens, which helped us connect back to Wolf Blass's Australian heritage. So having Jim Coyer there as a, as a celebrity, but also someone that all of the sportscasters knew and loved, really helped us get in our messaging in a unique way. <clears throat> that, so, okay, so that, I mean, so first of all, he was steeped in the tradition of tennis. There's mm-hmm. credibility. Sure. And and you're saying that the the writers like people just automatically the media loves them. 
They absolutely love him. And we spent a lot of time figuring out within that world which player was someone that they felt um, really represented both the sport itself but also was a real gentleman and was well-liked by most of the actual sportscasters. That was a really big deal for us. And he does do some commentating on the side. So, again, Coyer really was able to draw some connections for us. He knew his sports, but he also happens to love wine and and loves the Australian wines in particular. Well, and it seems to me, too, like it's a win-win for everyone. It makes so much sense, the clarity of which you guys approach this, like that four-pronged approach where every you know everyone's winning and you're just making the path so much easier to get exposure for your brand. That's right, but I think you bring up a good point that complexity can be a problem when you look at national PR campaigns. And I find that a lot of professionals tend to throw in a lot of details that make sense if you really are steeped in the actual tactics. But on the surface, it's important to not make things so confusing that when you're describing the story to a reporter or trying to pitch someone to cover the event, you can say it in a quick way. So for us, the the boldest play was kind of the least common denominator, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. You know, we had Jim Courier, who was known for his bold plays, and we had a wine that was very bold and iconic in that the flavors were very forward and um, very strong, and it was a wine that really almost had a masculine air to it, just given the imagery and the, and the taste profile. So it, it's bold plays um, with our kind of play on words, if you will, to mm-hmm. bring it down to the core message. I'm just wondering why we don't have a glass of wine to drink <laughs> while we're... Uh, toasting your success with a submission. Yeah, it would be much more relevant. You're right. I, I agree. So you know what? We're, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to pop out to our, our local uh, liquor store, pick up our glass of wine, and we'll continue this uh, We'll continue this interview in full style. We'll be right back Fantastic. with this edition of Cover Story. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with ReferBack.com. They've shown me how to... ReferBack.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. ReferBack gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit ReferBack.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah? 
I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at revenuetoday.com. Wow, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to revenuetoday.com. The Stu Money Show. I think Ask Jesus is probably the first search engine I ever used. They had such a brand with that butler. It's really like almost the first social search engine, like what all these companies are still trying to do, even though it was still an, an algorithm. But I mean, it, was, it had that feel like there's a butler there serving you, and it had the whole brand thing down. And I agree, though, that the butler is rolling over at his grave. I mean, this once awesome Ask Jeeves, it's really sad they got away from a, a very cool core product. The Shoe Money Show. Live broadcast Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Raw demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement. WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a PhD. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this very special edition of Cover Story, where we are toasting to the success of the Silver Anvil finalists and very excited to have back with us uh, Lisa Novak, who is the vice president for Rudderfin for the, their West locations. That would be both San Francisco and Los Angeles. Uh, and her submission is Marketing and Consumer Products, Alcoholic Beverages, number 7D, hitting a grand slam with Wolf Blast Wine's boldest play. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you. Yay. So this is very, very inspiring. I've got my I've got my wine breathing right now. I'll be taking sips momentarily so I can properly be here with you. Uh, but we were talking, before the break, we were talking about you guys really doing, uh, making a smart decision and bringing on Jim Corrier as your spokesperson. Absolutely. Well, there's a lot of factors at play when you're looking at choosing a spokesperson. And the number one thing that you cannot ignore is budget. Right now, there's so many celebrities that are out there for hire, whether it's a reality TV star or a true A-lister. And finding ways to maximize a spend when it comes to celebrities is important. So our budget as a whole was not necessarily the largest, given that we had events in multiple markets with a national overlay. And so we spent quite a bit of time looking for the spokesperson that could show up at a number of events and not break the bank. Right, which is important. And also, you know, have a great persona. But, you know, as you mentioned earlier, also had, you know, it was able to communicate easily with the press, has a passion for what they've done. I mean, because that's going to be a horror show. People saying, oh, my God, I want some A-lister to be a spokesperson. And they're great in photo shoots. And they're great when you tell them what to say. And then they don't like people. Absolutely. We, we do spend a lot of time looking at clips to see how individual spokespeople are on camera. You know, do they seem natural? Do they have an authentic air? And frankly, do they have any conflicts of interest that could be a problem for us? 
So in this case, we were looking for a spokesperson that had all the qualities of communication skills, but also didn't have any conflicts in the wine or spirits category. Uh, and Jim Corrier proved to be the perfect choice for all of the above. Good deal, good deal. Now, how about, so now now you have your spokesperson, and, and you've also done, I mean, for the first time, this is the first time ever that the wine was associated with a major um, sporting event, correct? That's right. Which is exciting. So what were the most important, because you've got your traditional, um, usually the, the traditional benefits that come with, um, you know, a, a, um, a sporting event sponsorship. What What did you guys do differently? Okay, um, then let's say some of the other big sporting events for your particular sponsorship. And how much well, of that did you guys develop yourselves because this was completely new? Sure. Well, one thing I'm really proud of was some of the tactics we implemented in Washington, D.C. We looked for a high-end restaurant that really represented the, the city itself and worked with Chef Todd Gray of Equinox, who is quite renowned in the chef circles, to help us create a signature dish for the series itself that was really inspired by Wimbledon's famous strawberries and cream. Mm. Uh, We wanted to replicate something like that that we could pair with the wines uh, at the events itself to both talk to the media about, but also put in front of the consumers that were tasting the wine for the first time. So Todd not only created these pairings, but he hosted a wine luncheon at his restaurant for many of the top media in the Washington, D.C. area and really just had such a wonderful time with Jim Courier as the host telling stories about his days on the court and applying it to the event that was taking place that evening um, at the U.S. Open Series. So, you know, we took the event and we took the basic sponsorship signage and sampling and really try to add layers that would allow both sports writers to talk about this program, but also the food and wine writers who really do want to keep up with the latest trends in in the wine world. That's, I mean, it, is, it, it just makes so much sense, and it's so fabulous. Now, outside, now I understand that um, the sales for um, U.S. Wolf Glass went up 75% in June, July, and August in 2007 with 383 cases sold over that three-month right. period? That's right. We were fortunate. Wolf Blast and its parent company, uh, Foster's Wine Estates, are really collaborative when it comes to working with their marketing folks. And we really were able to work with both them and the sales teams in each of the markets we were in to measure how sales changed over time. And I think that's one of the most important things, too, in any PR program is have a platform you can latch on to, but also find a way to benchmark what you're doing to see if PR helps move the needle. Now, did you find that it was, which is an excellent point, so I hope everyone really take note, took note of that. Now, when you, when you looked at the U.S. sales and it went up 71%, did you notice that it was, it was stronger in, let's say, the D.C. region where the tennis tournament was or because it was such a, a national event that it was across the board even, across the nation? I, I would attribute it to the first part. I, there was definitely a localized increase. Uh, Washington, D.C. in particular, really benefited from the events that took place. Mm-hmm. And... We saw some increase on the national level, but it was mostly in the markets where we were, which to us emphasized the power of local PR 
and the customization that consumers are really craving these days. You can't have a mass message. It needs to be crafted to a particular place. Excellent. No, very well said. Very well said. Now, let me ask you for our listening audience, um, you know, if you could give people the top three things that they should really think about before um, they take on, you know, a sponsorship package such as this, what are the three things that they should make sure of, um, which would ensure their success? Well, it's a great question, Brandy. Uh, I think the first thing is to make sure that your partner, and in this case, it was the USTA, is amenable to creating some value-add opportunities for the brand. So the blanket sponsorship opportunities are excellent visibility, but you want to make sure they're willing to house your spokesperson in a special press box, uh, create events that might help you invite press to be a part of, and be willing to jump on the phone at any point and talk to your PR team Uh, despite the fact they have a lot of other logistics going on. So I think relationship with your partner is absolutely critical. Good for you. Excellent. The second is to get their Mm -hmm. feedback. Um, You know, we created this program in part before we ever met anyone from the USTA ourselves as as the third party in this venture. But once we did, they were very instrumental in in spearheading the effort to get Jim Courier as our spokesperson. Um, they, being much closer to the tennis world than we were, highly endorsed Jim almost over any other tennis player that we were considering. Which is great. Which was great and helped us out quite a bit. I mean, there are a number of great tennis players we looked at, but they said, without question, Jim is the guy. Yeah, which is great. It's great that they had the ability also to understand that, you know, partnering with you, um, you know, is going to help extend like, you know, their market share and, and value proposition and, and, you know, and enrolling people to, you know, continue to come and be involved in, in tennis. Sure. Right? Because it's got ebbs and flows with every generation. That's right. It's, that's absolutely right. And I think the last thing really is mm-hmm. to make sure that as the, as the company supporting the brand is to push the partner to help identify statistics uh, or numbers um, or even measurement factors that you can use to show the value of the program. I think too many marketing folks will invest a lot of money in these sorts of series without really necessarily setting up the benchmarks to see how successful they were. Um, but in, in many instances, if you can do that, you can build an even bigger and better program the following year. Absolutely. And how? what kind of bench benchmarks did you set up so that you could, you know, cause you, I mean, I see the statistics here, but how are you able to garner that information? Well, I think in part, that was one of the areas of learning for us. I don't think we necessarily asked enough questions about that component mm-hmm. on the front end. Uh, I would have loved to have known a little bit more about percent of beer versus wine sales at the actual events, mm-hmm. um, since you could buy both, were the consumers that were attending those events actually buying more wine than beer so we could back up the numbers mm-hmm. that we had gained from Nielsen? Um, that was one area that, frankly, I really think could have enhanced our results report on the back end. Mm-hmm. And second would be to talk to them a little bit more about their overall series. So the U.S. Open series is more than just four tournaments, but we only were able to invest in those four in the first year. But, you know, again, were the trend lines the same in the other markets? Um, You know, did they find that 
wine sales could have improved attendance at their events. Mm -hmm. I think some of that is just a little bit more legwork that maybe seems like it's not worth it at the front end, but I know as a, as a real learning to share with all the listeners is to um, push for that as much as possible so that you have a more, more ROI on the back end. Yeah, good for you. I mean, these are phenomenal, phenomenal points. And I have one last question. I'm sure I've got many, many more questions, but I'm going to ask mm, Sure. <laughs> Hopefully just one last question. Thank you for your time. Um, you know, when you take, traditionally, when you take um, a sponsorship program, with an organization and you want to come in and tailor it specific to you is there um you know and let's say it's a high-end event so it's not like an event that always says oh my god i absolutely want you and we'll do anything for your sponsorship dollars but you know something established like you know well you know like the u.s open one of the u.s open so um how much should an advertiser look to spend on top of their initial investment for the sponsorship um, you know, for getting their spokesperson, for doing, you know, all the outside of, you know, the outside events. How much do you think, in addition, that percentage would be? Sure. Well, to answer your question, I mean, our budget was approximately $250,000, which included our spokesperson fee, which for a PR agency is not minuscule, but it certainly isn't the most wide reaching budget either. And as a result, we were required to only do special events in one of the four markets where the U.S. Open Series was being played. And just seeing the sales results, to me, were testament that had we had a little more budget, we could have done even more localized events that may have helped sales in Los Angeles, for example, or Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. No. So I think it's, it's taking a look at what your goals are, and if you do need a spokesperson, realizing that that expense is usually quite high and you need even more to do markets, multiple events in multiple markets. Right. So you're taking, if you've got the person, really take advantage of them. You're making the investment up front. But I mean, it seems to me too, you guys did a great thing that you created a model in this first city and now you have the ability to duplicate it across the country. Absolutely. If you have a small budget and you can create a template event, Mm -hmm. that's usually only a good thing for everybody because the value is is clear to the marketing folks or the people at Foster's, for example, in this case, and they can see that expanding into other cities with this template wouldn't be as time intensive as it was the first time around. Yay! This is so terrific. So for everyone who hasn't, I think you should um, Webmaster Radio. Let's let's try to get the sales up even more than their tremendous success. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so go out, so go out and buy some uh, Wolf Blast wine from Foster's Wine Estates. Uh, Lisa Novak, thank you so much for spending this time with us and uh, sharing your success with your campaign and, and sharing great information with our listening audience. Well, great, thank you, Brandy. It was fun. Thank you, terrific. This is Brandy Shapiro Babin. We'll be right back with this edition of Cover Story. Stick around. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic. With over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield, 
their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search. ABCSearch.com um, Hello, uh, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. Can you believe how long it takes to order food here? Uh, here we go. Excuse me. She's not even looking over here. Great service is hard to come by. Whether you're sitting at a bar, restaurant, or creating effective search advertising campaigns. Um, excuse me. I think we need to go somewhere else. It's easy to feel forgotten, especially when your advertising budget is on the line. LookSmart serves up to 400 million queries a day with a side of the best customer service in the online advertising industry. Hi, how are y'all doing today? What can I get you folks to eat? You were right. This place is so much better. LookSmart, premium and performance advertising solutions. SEO 101 is now in session. Today's topic is duplicate content. Today's topic is duplicate content. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you jagdor. Uh, <laughs> it just needed to be done. I'm sorry. <laughs> New episodes Mondays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And check out their live broadcast Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin, and uh, we are doing our special focus on the Silver Anvil series for the Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, which everyone knows is my favorite happening of the year. We'll be bringing on uh, some of the top finalists to discuss with you all of their entries and the various tactics they use to meet and exceed their goals for their clients. And I'm very excited because to kick off this series with us, we have the MC for the PRSA Silver Anvil Awards, Sissy Biggers. And I'm sure you guys know her from, my goodness, Extreme Makeover. She's on the CBS Early Morning Show. She is uh, the hostess's hostess. And I'm very excited to have you with us today. Welcome, Sissy. Thank you so much for having me, Brandy. This is terrific. So you are coming, I have to, I have to share with our, our listening audience, you're coming uh, to us today live from Martha's Vineyard. Yes, I am on the beautiful island of Martha's Vineyard, though it feels on a May, on a May Monday more like November. It's quite, <laughs> it's, it's quite uh, overcast and it's blowing quite a gale here on the island. Nice big white caps. So anybody who longs for the East Coast and that, that sort of visit from their childhood. I know you're from Massachusetts. I can tell you that it's probably like any other squally day here on the vineyard that you remember. Not fun. Not but it's, fun. It's, but you get to wear your sweater and your jean jacket and your cowboy boots. See, now for me, that's fun because we're in Florida. 
Right. So you love that now, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I lived in Boston, I thought the world has evolved far enough. There should be a sign pointing, you know, <laughs> stuff this way. So, but, but yes, living in Florida, I love wearing my leather jacket. So. Exactly. Well, you can, don't forget to pack it if you're coming north in the next month. You'll still have a chance. No, you know what? That's an excellent, excellent point. So, Sissy, let me ask you. I mean, you, you are known for um, your infectious vitality and your proven <laughs> skill for conveying, like, really interesting information um, you know, that really gives people the ability to live their life to the fullest, which I think is exciting. Well, that's that's very nice of you to say. I guess uh, I'm best known um, as, a, as a television lifestyle personality, and I joke because when I have a very distinctive name, Sissy Biggers, and very often people, when they meet me, they say, I just love that name, and then they say, and I, you really remind me of someone, and, and they'll be scratching their head, and it'll be really bothering them, and then I'll volunteer that I'm, on, I'm from the television business and um and, and and then of course when i say well you know maybe you know me from tv usually they say i never watched that show and that shuts that conversation down but um <laughs> i did host ready set cook on the food network and um the uh, I, i'm on the victory garden which is speaking of boston out of wgbh boston mm-hmm. and um i have you know lots of appearances on the cbs early show so i am around so i am sort of in people's consciousness so when they say they know me they they might in fact know me Absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, and the PRSA obviously knows you. What was a draw to MC the Silver Anvil Awards? Well, um, first of all, th- th- it's fun to be asked because for me, as a lifestyle personality, I'm very these these are people who can give me work. Let's be quite honest about it. I've done a lot of different PR campaigns and been a spokesperson for many brands. And when you get asked to to preside over the Silver Anvils, it's an excuse for a new dress. <laughs> and then it's opportunity to really stand up in front of the, the colleagues who have given me many opportunities. So you sort of get to take it for a turn, and you get to meet all these amazing people who have created these these uh, different programs mm-hmm. to support all kinds of businesses in this country. So it's it's a it's a great event, and I think everybody really enjoys the opportunity to come to New York. Absolutely, because of course, a lot of people come from other places. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is, and it's very interesting because the awards obviously cover every market segment there is literally in the world online offline the entire nine yards um but you you know you you actually hit a very interesting point because we go to a ton of conferences um from webmaster radio and a lot of them have you know award ceremonies or they'll have special events and they will have they'll have celebrities like yourself um presiding over um some of the various programs and it's interesting because some of these people um oh you know i'll say it i think it was martin short Mm-hmm. Um, was it Martin Short did the Direct Marketers Association's um, awards, Echo Awards, not last year, the year before last. He was so horrible. Um, see, that's really interesting that you say that because I think if you're asked to do something like this, a lot of times some of these, I mean, let's let's call Martin Short a real celebrity, okay? I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of a, oh. as I like to say, n- nice work if you can get it. But someone like a Martin Short, you know, he can't really have ownership of the topic or really get excited. Whereas when I walk in and, you know, stand behind that podium, I will have had a chance to review all the different entries. But I also understand, you know, what's at stake here for all of these people in the public relations business because I've worked with them. So I, it's important to me, and I think if it's important to you as a host, the audience really feels that. Oh, Absolutely, because not only is it a an, an event that evening that should be made fun, but I look at it, and you you know you were very candid when you said this. I look at it like, um, you know, this is basically an audition for 
every yeah. major company agency and brand out there. Exactly. Right? And Don't it's, screw it um, up. It's, a, it's a great opportunity to, to, to think on your feet. You know, when you do any event hosting, I do a lot of different events. One that I do that's coming up very soon is for the Food & Wine magazine. They have a weekend called the Classic in Aspen. You may be mm-hmm. aware of it. Absolutely. Where people travel to Aspen and don't, not only do they sample Food & Wine, but it's a very big trade event where a lot of restaurateurs come and exchange ideas. But I get to go out to that every year. And... Talk about a blast. I mean, it's a complete blast, and you have to think on your feet. And then, of course, the material is completely different because it is sort of in the food and wine area. Mm-hmm. But it's the same skill set when you host these events. The most important advice I can give to anybody who maybe aspires to do this kind of work or has been asked to do it is that you really have to be in the moment, Brandy. You know that as, as, a, as the host of Webmaster. You really have to be present, and you'll never be at a loss for material content or reaction if you're in the moment. It'll be right in front of you, and you just have to seize the moment. You know what? Excellent. Excellent advice. And you know what? Let's take a quick break, and let's expound a little bit more about what it takes to be in the moment. So we'll be right back with Sissy Biggers, MC, PRSA Silver Anvil Awards. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more? Huh? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call-in sales with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Visit EngineReady.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call-in tracking can be. EngineReady.com It's time to do your thing, affiliate thing. Hey, this is Sean Collins from WebmasterRadio.fm. And, um, and I'm... Uh, oh, do I, I not get to summit. say who I am? Is it your show now? I flubbed my line, but... Just because you're the righteous host, and I'm just the and? 
<laughs> go on, go right. on, go on. I'll just sit back, let you take over. Go ahead. I'm just sit here in the pod cave and you Back let me know if you Sean need Collins me. and Lisa. <laughs> Affiliate thing. Dig it. My broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Find Webmaster Radio now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Add us today from the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Warning. Listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause Webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this edition of Cover Story. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin, and I am joined with my extremely inspiring uh, and very effervescent guest today. It is Sissy Biggers, and she is the PRSA Silver Anvil Awards MC. And just prior to the break, she was saying that when you're getting up and you're hosting some of these events, the most important thing to do so that you resonate the best with your audience is to be in the moment. What does that mean to you, Sissy? Well, what it means to me is really um, if you're working, if you're you're wielding a microphone and you're hosting an event and you're flanked by two different people, one to your left and one to your right, you really want to be literally in that moment where you're not trying to think ahead of how am I going to react to this person, Uh uh-oh, do I have a question, oh dear, did mm-hmm. I need to say something funny now? If you're if you're a step ahead, though, you always want to be prepared, of course. Mm-hmm. But the more that you're really in the moment, the more you can make the right choices for how you're going to present yourself or how you're going to position the person that you're you're working working with. And I think if you watch any good interview, if you watch the uh, the Today Show or the CBS Early Show, and you you say, "Gosh, that was a really good interview," it's chances are it's because that host was very much in that moment and listening to what that guest had to say and really seizing upon opportunity to to give you some important information. And I think no matter what you do when you host anything, of course, you want to be effervescent and you want to be glib and, and you want to be bright, etc. But at the same time, you also, your, your most important job is to give information to that audience and have them benefit from this experience. It's not just a star turn, Brandy. <laughs> it's so cute. I'm, I'm l- looking at your photo, smiling back up at me. Let me ask you. So this is very interesting. You have you have Big Sis Productions, and mm-hmm. you provide product messaging and brand marketing consulting. Yeah, I'm a consultant. You know, very a lot of it really is as a spokesperson, mm-hmm. but I do work on programs with public relations firms, um, with some uh, you know with lifestyle brands. And also under Big Sis, I do um, media training. I help, um, you know, a lot in the in the food media. The the chefs, um, I help them with their on camera performance, which I enjoy a lot Terrific. because I I like sharing the skill set. And um, you know, otherwise, um, I basically hope that you know that the phone rings on a regular basis and someone will will need me for a hosting gig or a, there'll be a TV opportunity and but at my website is sissybiggers.com and you can sort of see the the different roles I've played or enjoy the hair retrospective of the real that's <laughs> mine doesn't change it's so pathetic so let me ask you let, let's let's flip this a little bit because you've been exposed 
um, to a lot because you are a spokesperson. You've been a spokesperson for Procter and Gamble. You know, obviously for um, and the Aspen for the Food and Wine Magazine Classic. You get exposed to all of these various PR agencies and brands, right? And you're you're a mouthpiece Correct. for them. And you're online, yes. you're offline. What do you? What has been some of the most powerful campaigns that you've been a part of? And where do you see there being a huge hole for people? Well, you know that's that's that's. I'm probably not the perfect person to answer that question because I don't have like a, an overall sort of trends view of, of the PR business um, like I might like to have or like I will have by the time the Silver Anvils come around on June the 5th. But I can tell you from my own experience, um, the best programs I've been involved in are the ones that create a buzz using, um, you know, with clever ideas. You know, a lot of the programs for PR are pretty straightforward stuff. You know, you do a satellite media tour where you talk to television stations around the country or you do some kind of, um, you know, uh, branded advertorial in a, in, a, in a magazine. You lend your name and, you know, they, they create some words for you. But the ones that I've, like, you know, I did a piece for, for Arm & Hammer Baking Soda when I was first actually getting started, and I actually was broadcast live from the baking soda mines of Wyoming. Oh, that was I was like three miles under the earth. From Martha's Vineyard. Is that hilarious? To the middle core in yes. Wyoming. Oh my God. But that's Yeah, great. that was pretty wild. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. And and that same program we had a, a wedding on an ice rink. If you had to tell if you had to ask me like how that supported the, the Arm and Hammer baking soda brand, the wedding on the ice rink, I cannot for the life of me remember, but it seemed to make sense at the time. Yeah, well, and it probably, I mean, look, weddings are universal. Yeah. Right? Through every culture. Yeah. through, and, and it's just, it's probably the, the power, the, the buying yeah. power of Arm & Hammer to bring something yeah. really positive to people. Well, you know, that's the other thing. When you represent a brand, and I'm sure that um, a lot of your, your users will appreciate this, is that when you uh, are supporting a brand like Arm & Hammer Baking Soda or, or uh, Procter & Gamble... That's a no-brainer because these are brands that have great, huge lives that are so much bigger than us, and they're such revered brands. It sure makes your life a lot easier. You know, when I do a satellite media tour talking to stations around the country and I have something in front of me that I'm, you know, promoting, and it's something that the anchor loves in Youngstown, Ohio, and they say, oh, my God, Sissy, I can't believe you've got the Johnsonville Brats in front of you. Those are my favorite hot dogs. You know, victory laps. You know, my work is done here. Sometimes you let you. them do the work for you, if you know what I'm saying. Right, absolutely. Good good for you. Sissy, I am so excited. I think you're going to have so much fun, you know, hosting the Silver Anvils on June 5th in New York City. Uh, now, listen, would you tell people to go to my website? No, you tell people to go to your website. Would you please? That'd be so great. No, you tell people to go to your website. Come to my website. Come <laughs> come visit me at, at Sissy Biggers, S-I-S-S-Y-B-I-G-G-E-R-S.com. I just built the website. Okay, maybe I was a little like behind the curve on that. <laughs> but I, I'm really excited about it, and I'm starting to update it and learning how to do that. But I, I just, you know... It, it's really nice to know that you that people are you know you're not just in oblivion out there on the on the on the wide world web no absolutely so people will come visit you there and some of the lucky people uh from the prsa will be able to see you hosting or emceeing i should say the silver anvil awards i think it's going to be super exciting 
And uh, thank you so much for being here to kick thank off you. the series. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun, and I hope we'll have an opportunity to talk about some of these issues another time because there's so much to talk about, Brandy. Absolutely. We're going to have to have you. So guess what? You have now been hooked into doing another episode with us, Miss Sissy. Anytime. You call me. You, <laughs> you have a slow day. I'll come up with something. You're so cute. We never have we never have a slow day here. But we I do, bet you don't. But we always All right, listen, we you have a great more. summer, and let me know if you come back to visit, visit Martha's Vineyard, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for this very special, and I keep saying that, very special edition of Cover Story. We are all about the Silver Anvil Awards for the Public Relations Society of America, and I feel very blessed that we're able to bring you all of these great finalists because they have winning campaigns, learn from them, and cheer them on. Uh, So thank you again to uh, Sissy Biggers, who's going to the MC for the Silver Anvils. I think she'll do a fabulous job. It'll be exciting. And uh, Lisa Novak for her hitting a grand slam with Wolf Blast Wine's bold display. So here's toasting to everybody. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week with Margo Mateus, the Medium Maven.